Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining Gutsy Presenter. Hi, Scott. Hi, Jen. Hello. It's an exciting day because it's the first day of our pre-launch period at Gutsy Presenter. It is. We've already shared that we're gonna launch officially in October, but between now and October, we're doing something special to get this thing kick-started. And that's, we're inviting teams of 10 from organizations that are interested in having their employees, their, their team members get some presentation skills training. They need to talk to us so that we can get them in <laughs> That here. would work. <laughs> yeah, well, so if you're a listener and you know somebody that might be interested, if you're a leader with a team, maybe you have a colleague who has a team and you wanna combine the teams, any way that you can do it to get a group of 10 or more people, you can contact us through the website. So I'm gonna put the URL here. It's www.gutsypresenter.com. So visit there, you'll learn a little bit more about what we have to offer in Gutsy Presenter and there'll, there'll also be contact information. So you can contact us and we'd love to have you. We wanna get this thing rocking. Well, and I'm excited for everyone to have the opportunity to take advantage of the pre-launch information and yeah. tools. And prices. And, and the pre-launch pricing. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So Scott, yeah. when you're mentioning this, these teams of 10 and them having access to a practice room, yep. safe, private practice rooms to work on their presentations, yep. access to us, win-win. Yep. Yeah. And Very workshops good. too. So there, there'll be discounts on group membership. There'll be discounts on workshops during this period because it's going to be, you know, we're going to be kind of building this thing together. So great. All Watch right. We're talking about interruptions. We are. Today, we're going to talk about how do we handle those interruptions that can happen during our presentations that can really throw us off. It can feel extra uncomfortable. Let's talk about this. Yeah. And look, I have to, I can't, I can't help but say that you create the perfect storm for interruptions if you have a, a certain mindset for presentations. And that mindset is this. If you think that your success hinges on having a script, this sort of set of railroad rails that you have to stick to, <laughs> you yes. planned, you have your slides, I've got to get through my slides. I have this to say, then this to say, then this to say, everything's carefully rehearsed, then anything's gonna seem like an interruption. Oh, it will. And we're also giving a monologue to our audience. It becomes yeah. this one-sided conversation. Our, our focus is to get through everything we wanna say, yeah. get through our so slides. We're actually avoiding our audience at the same time. And that you're right, that can absolutely bring on those interruptions. Yeah, yeah. I, the way I try to help people get past that mindset because it's the mainstream kind of mindset. It is. Success is rehearse, 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 and then really stick to that. Then you'll be in control and you can at least survive, you know, if not, maybe do a little better. But if you think of it as a conversation, and I know every presentation is a little different, some are more conversational than others, then 
when somebody speaks up in the middle of it, don't look at it as an interruption. Even if it's a question, don't look at it as a question. Look at it as a clue. Yes. What did they, what's important to them right now? What really matters? Mm-hmm. And then it's not an interruption at all. It's like a signpost. Yes, you, you treat it as a conversation. It's yeah. it's that indicator of, oh, maybe I have been talking too much and I'm not taking care of my audience. They have needs. Yeah. So they're interrupting so that so that they can get their needs met. Yeah. We understand how interruptions can happen. Yeah. What can we do to help mitigate the interruptions? I have a couple of ideas. Do you, okay. Scott? Yep. No, go for it. I, I have... Well, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I have some ideas to share as well. <laughs> okay, I have two I have two ideas. The first one is how you set up your presentation. And then the other one is really understanding your key stakeholders mm-hmm. and what they need during your presentation. So I'll cover the first one and then I'd love to hear from you, Scott. Okay. So okay. the first one is before you start your presentation, set set the expectation. Here's an example of what I always share with my audiences. I let them know, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you today about X, Y, and Z, and I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts, your ideas, what you have experienced. When you say this, you are introducing and welcoming that this is going to be a conversation. Yeah. And you're also giving them permission to ask you questions so that when they do, it's not going to really throw you off guard. Yeah. So Scott, I mentioned earlier about key stakeholders because when we are preparing to give a presentation and if we know we have a key stakeholder that's going to be attending, let's say this is your direct leader or mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. an EVP that's going to be attending your presentation, one way to help mitigate an interruption that could really throw you off, especially if that interruption is coming from a senior leader, do your best to understand what do what does that key stakeholder need from you during yeah. your presentation? Do they like slides? Do they not want to have slides? Do they just want to have a conversation? How much information do they like to receive? Mm-hmm. So it's doing your homework, understanding who your key stakeholders are and how they like their presentations to happen. Now, this is a best practice. Scott, maybe you've done this before. Go to that key stakeholder and have that conversation and say to them, hey, I'm going to be giving a lot of presentations with you. I want to make sure I give you what you need. What do you prefer? And then I give a couple of examples. And now they're telling you how to prepare to present to them. It's it's beautiful. It works really well. And it tells them that you care also. Yeah. And I suspect that most of the time in when you're presenting to, say, an executive leadership team, that you really should think about it as a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, again, asking is a great way to, to approach it, but I would assume most of the time, go in, set sort of the foundation of the conversation with maybe two, three or four minutes of, you know, here's what I'm here to talk about today. I'm gonna be asking for this. I'm gonna need your, your support here. My main message is this, and then open it up for a conversation. Say, I'd love to hear your reactions and your thoughts. Okay. So what you just said, Scott, is you have to prepare your opening for that presentation. Yeah. You need to be very 
intentional with what you want to say at the, at the very beginning. So you're setting the foundation for your presentation. Well, that's, it's imperative because most presenters, they don't think of how they want to open up their presentation. They they say their name, they say their title, and then they go into their monologue. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go through my information (laughs) dump slide progression or whatever it might be. You're absolutely right. Plan that opening. Plan your opening. I think of it, it's almost like you're telling a quick three-part story. It's, hey, you know, here's the situation where I was asked to be here. Here's my contention. If we do this, this is the way I'm I'm expecting things will happen. And it's it can be very short, very succinct, and then it becomes a conversation where you're inviting everybody to add. I mean, these these leadership team members are experts. They're very smart to tell you them. You want to hear from them. Yeah. It's saying, <laughs> don't say a thing for 20 minutes while I talk, and then I'll get to Q&A is not going to work in most no. cases. But I do love that you said ask. Yes, they will. They, especially your executive leadership team, they are going to interrupt you left and right if you don't give them that space yeah. to, to ideate and ask yes. with you. Yes. Okay, now- so how... I've got another one, though. I wanted to throw another twist. Okay, give it to us. What happens, say, for instance, when the interruption is like an act of God? Like the oh, lights suddenly go yes. out. Have you ever, have you ever been I, in that situation? Yes, I've had an example of this. I was teaching a two-day workshop. I had about 30 leaders in the room, and the fire alarm went off. Yes. <laughs> and we had to evacuate. You know what? You just go with it. Yeah. First of all, it really doesn't matter. It's it's something you can't control. Smile, laugh about it, go with it. We all had to leave the room and we all came back when yeah. the fire alarm yeah. was. It was a test. It wasn't a real fire. No, there you go. <laughs> you just roll with it. Here's the deal. If you make a big deal out of it, they will make a big deal out of it. Well, and I... I find that if, look, if, again, if you're in that mindset of, I've got to plow through my content, something like that really shocks you, right? Yeah. You're going to forget your next line. Yeah. But if you're, if you're super <laughs> present with everybody, if you're in the moment with them, if you're having a conversation, if you're focused on, on that, then the lights go out and you can react in an empathetic way. It's, I'm, I'm, it's off, you know, you make a joke. It's like, sure. well, I guess we're going to all have to go home now, you know, whatever it might be. (laughs) Leave yourself that freedom, I think, is what's important. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. What's our next episode? What do we, what do we, our next episode? We don't, we don't hear about this too often, meaning there's some great tips around how do you co-present? Yeah. So if there is a one hour presentation scheduled and let's say there's three or four presenters that are going to be speaking, how do you prepare differently as a co-presenter so that it's a success? Yeah, it it can be, there's some tricky stuff. We'll we'll talk about what happens when there's two people on stage at once. (laughs) What does the other person do? It's, it it is very interesting and tricky. So we'll we'll provide some great tips. Okay. All right. Episode two of Gutsy Presenter in the can. It is, it is. Thanks everyone for joining. All right, bye y'all.